classic 80s metal. Symphonic death metal opera. But I've got to be in the mood to listen to Black Sabbath. Many of our listeners weren't even born then. Back for time, it was very progressive. I can see there are thrash elements. You are a metal paradox. A stunning vision of death metal. I would listen to it over and over and over again today. It just seems so dated. I hear this more as operatic and goth. Florianson will surpass Halpert as the iconic heavy metal singer. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Hey fans of metal, welcome back to The Great Metal Debate Podcast, episode 35, February 2016. You can talk to us on Twitter, at Metal Debate, or email thegreatmetaldebate at gmail.com. Once again, I'm joined by my co-host Brian. What's going on today, Brian? Actually, not a lot, man. You know, did some hiking today, did some listening to actual metal songs today. It was a good day, I thought. 2016 has become quite a good year for us, I think. I think so, too, man. we got a lot of good friends out there listening, a lot of great interviews. You've been killing on interviews lately, dude, getting some great talent. We have many more interviews upcoming, so listeners, watch our feed. If you haven't subscribed to The Great Metal Debate on iTunes, do so so that you don't miss out on anything. And if you would, give us a five-star rating so that other people will see and hear about our podcast. I think that's an excellent idea. I also think that we should start a GoFund account for me to go to concerts across the country. Well, Brian, I know that you are a big fan of so-called 80s metal. Oh, definitely. And there's no bigger, quote, 80s metal band than Hard Rocker's ACDC. You you said 80s metal, and then you purposely said hard rock. I know your strategies. ACDC is embarking on a North American tour right now. They're going to be in St. Louis, Missouri, the closest place they come to me uh, this month on February 20th, and I'm not going to be able to make it. I might can make Cleveland if I save my money and stay out of trouble and you know get my driver's license back. That's another podcast. I, I intend to see them on this tour somehow, somewhere. They always add dates at the end. That being said, I'm a little disappointed in the boys. Used to, when they toured America... They went everywhere. Small venues, large venues. The Roberts Stadium was what? Uh, what, what was it, John Bug? 10,000 people was that? Eight or 10,000. And, dude, they only go to big arena. You know, there was recently a question on the podcast about which arena band you'd want to see in a small venue. And they, that, that was obviously my answer. But that's never going to happen because they don't play those things anymore. You know, their last album was Under the Gun. And Malcolm was sick. But only eight songs and so-so at that. I, I got to say, this is a little, I'm a little disappointed in the guys. I know that you're a huge fan of ACDC, and when I saw their tour announcement, I checked out where they would be, and I saw that St. Louis date. Yeah. I went to Ticketmaster to check out ticket availability and pricing, yeah. and I was blown away. You're talking about face value, $100 or more per ticket. They don't have to come out on tour every year. They don't have to put out an album. They only do one kind of music. It's what they were born to do, and they do it very well, but now they can charge a buttload of money for it, and guess what? People are going to pay $100 a ticket, and they're going to fill the stadium, and dude, I, I got to admit, I would, I would go see them at $100 a ticket if I could. Would you pay $100 to go see a band? No. Not any band, not even Nightwish. 
No. I would I might pay a hundred dollars or more if that was the meet and greet price where I got to go to the concert plus meet the band, have them sign my items and get a T shirt. For those sorts of extra perks I would pay more than a hundred dollars but not just for the ticket to sit in the seat. I think that's ridiculous. I think I read on the last meet and greet for Black Sabbath on the tour they did with Ozzy was over a thousand dollars. Anybody that pays that is a fanatic. I, I definitely call that a fanatic. I got to question your loyalty if you're not going to pay upwards of a thousand dollars to see your uh, the greatest singer in heavy metal ever, Flory Anson. I would just say. A band that can charge $100 or more just for tickets, they're not just appealing to metal fans. They're appealing to the general public. They're appealing to people who have been fans since 1976, dude. I guarantee you there are going to be people there that have bought every album and been to every tour since 1976. They're going to pay over $100. Whatever genre you pop them in, they're fanatic about it. That's who buys those kinds of tickets. I do think it's very indicative of the uh, nature of metal in that I don't know that there ever will be any more arena metal bands. I completely agree with that. If you have a, a band that's charging over $100 a ticket, that's not a metal band. That's a band that's appealing to the general public, a large group of wealthy individuals who are able to pay those sorts of ticket prices. The average metal fan can't pay that. You make these big fucking generalizations like, that's not true. That's not a factual statement. People would pay that. It's just not ever going to happen now because no more bands. Because there aren't enough metal fans who have that level of wealth to do that. It's it's not possible. You can't appeal to just the metal audience. You have to appeal to the the general public, people who go to see ACDC, but might also go to see... Madonna, oh, fuck you. Are or, you telling me that the, they or Brooks and Dunn, or yes, that's the dumbest thing you've ever said on the podcast. I say that every time, but that really is. They have to be poor to enjoy metal, or they have to charge cheap seats to enjoy heavy metal. I'm saying that in the United States of America, there are maybe two million metal fans. According to your there definition, just, which I there not just do. aren't enough metal fans to fill an arena tour. Of the U.S. And I think that the every sold-out show from this ACDC tour is the exact fact that pr- is going to prove you wrong. You recently went to arguably one of the biggest metal bands going today. You recently went to one of their shows, the Epica Moonspell show. Do you think the fans there, would you say that they had to be poor to enjoy that show or to go to that show? Well, the ticket price was $20, 25 day of show. It doesn't help my argument, but go ahead. You got to see... Epica, Moonspell, and Starkill, three amazing metal bands. This was in a venue that held 750 people. What was the show like? Did you enjoy it? This is the first time I've gotten to see Epica. I think Epica may be the ultimate metal band. You know what? That actually surprises me to hear you say that, because I'll give it to you, Gompon. You do enjoy your metal, and you enjoy a lot of it. Were they better than Arch Enemy and Alyssa White Gloves? I love Arch Enemy, uh, and Lisa is such an amazing singer, maybe the best front person I've ever seen, but Arch Enemy is somewhat limited, and especially as far as the vocals, Epica has it all, symphonic death metal opera. So you have those beautiful, soaring, high-pitched operatic vocals, and then Mark Jansen's 
insane, demonic, low, guttural, death metal vocals contrasted so amazingly. I, I just don't know that you can do better than that. You just said the words beautiful, soaring, operatic voices talking about a metal song. That just, that's an oxymoron, Dave. No, it's, it's not. You might, that's you, as uh, metal. Hey, it's more metal than any band I've ever seen. You're going to be loving banjos before this shit is over with. You're like, are your axons and dendrites firing in the wrong direction or something? Because you're going backwards. You're getting farther away from metal as we go. No, I have gotten as close to metal gods as I could ever. And Epica is as close as I've ever gotten. They were amazing. Every song masterfully done, I think Epica is the ultimate metal band. And I think Angus and the Boys are the ultimate metal band. But speaking of ultimate metal, perhaps we should move on. Listen, don't we have a good song coming up? We do, Brian. Despite your insistence about 80s metal, let's listen to some actual metal. Here's a song by Montreal black metal band Necronomicon. From their new album, Advent of the Human God, this is Unification of the Four Pillars. Save the old 
unification of the four pillars is going to unify me with some black metal. Excellent job, Necronomicon. Such great metal in Canada, particularly Montreal. Montreal surely deserves the title of heavy metal capital of North America. You first tried to tell me with Into Eternity, and I wouldn't listen. I'm saying it right now. I was wrong. Canadian metal, man, it might be better than American metal. There's so many damn good bands up there. You know I'm a huge fan of European metal, but I will admit Canada gives Europe a run for their money. That they do. Can we switch topics now? I want to talk about something. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about something. You put on, uh, I forget where it was, maybe Facebook, or you, maybe it was just a conversation you and I were having. You talked about one of your desires or your dreams. Uh, one of those dreams was to get on this year's 70,000 tons of metal cruise. You know, as our podcast has grown, we've gotten a few perks. We've had the opportunity to go to some shows for free. Uh-huh. We've gotten to interview artists and a few perks. That's not why we do this, but there have been some nice things. I would love the opportunity to, for our podcast, join the 70,000 Tons of Metal Cruise where I could interview artist after artist and see show after show and report that back to our listeners. I think that would be amazing. I look at the lineup for this cruise this year. It includes bands like Children of Bodom. Moonspell, Belusia, Delane, Arcona, Dragon Force, Starkill, Elvete, Flesh God Apocalypse, Teresa's, Vader, Epica, Insomnium, Cradle of Filth. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Dozens and dozens of synthesizers. Can you guess my complaint about this tour, about the, about this cruise? What was There's that? There's not hardly any 80s metal on it at all. You can't just kick the entire genre out. That's not fair. Now, they do have Raven and Sodom, both good bands. Raven was like a a sports metal band from the 80s. But my gosh, it's all like death metal and symphonic metal. It's 70,000 tons of metal. Brian, if it was 80s bands, it would be like 70 pounds of metal. Dude, it's like the hipster New Age metal cruise, which is okay, but call it what it is. These are real metal bands, Brian, unlike in the 80s. Just because you define it that way, and that's the problem I have here, there's not enough diversity. I mean, you get festivals from all over the country now that that have multiple genres, not just metal, but rock and rap and country and all this shit together. Not enough diversity. Did you hear the names of the bands I listed? Children of Bodom, Spell, Illusia. Delane, Arcona, Dragonforce. Yeah. Talk about the variety in those in just those six bands. All, all of them amazing great metal bands, but certainly not anywhere near encompassing all the metal there is out there. Where's the thrash? Where's the hardcore? Where's where's any well, other again, part of metal as, other than as death I, and operatic? As I said last podcast, I mean, I think thrash has been a little overdone. So I'm glad that that subgenre maybe is not emphasized on this tour. I'm calling the metal authorities, and we are revoking your card. That is the most. Oh, I can't, still can't believe you did that on the last pod. As for hardcore, that should be the seventy thousand tons of punk tour, which I, I know you would enjoy going to, but you know, <coughs> metal fans would have no interest in. Yeah, metal fans would go. That's one of the roots of metal, whether you like it or not, dude. 
The problem with a podcast is you can't show an eye roll. Yeah, can you guess what I'm showing right now that can't see on the on the podcast either? Speaking of real metal, metal that actually counts and sounds like metal, I want you to take a listen to this new band that we've got, that we've heard from, called EXM. A great song, a great title, an 80s metal title with an 80s metal sound. This is Metal and Lace. genre you better believe i'm going to be checking out exm as hard as i can if you're a fan of 80s hard rockers 
EXM will be performing on Friday, April 15th at the legendary Whiskey A Go-Go, opening for Dokken. I suppose that if you had your choice between um, the tour with Slayer, Testament, and Carcass, and then the tour with Nightwish, Sonata, Artica, and Delane, you're going to take the latter of that. Is that correct? It's funny you say that because Slayer, Testament, and Carcass will be in Nashville, Tennessee, the next-to-last week of February. I'm skipping that to go up to Columbus, Ohio for Nightwish, Sonata, Artica, and Delane. Another one of your dreadful decisions when it comes to metal. Abandoning your roots, abandoning what got you to the party for what you think is cool and hip in metal these days. Dude, I would go to see Nightwish overseeing Slayer and Testament a hundred times. You don't like this tour because it's thrash or something? I mean, what, what is it that... I mean, I know you like Testament. Do you not want to see them again? Testament's fine. I've seen them six times. And Slayer, they're a mediocre metal band. But Nightwish is one of the best metal bands ever. Oh, my God. I know what it is. There's no hurdy-gurdy. There's no synthesizers and violins and operatic singing. What you would consider metal now sounds like a visit to the Metropolitan Opera. That's what you want to go see. Dude, you are so freaking far off metal with this. It's not even funny. There's no choice between these two concerts about what's more metal. You're exactly right. You're there is no goth. choice. You're a goth Night, Nightwish is the more you're, metal band. I can't freaking believe you choose that. Over Slayer, Testament, and Carcass. You are mentally disturbed. Are you kidding me? I knew the first time that you said, listen to this, this is the greatest metal going. I knew the first time that you put four Jansen on and headbang to it, I should have put you down like a dog that had gone rabid. Because you're obviously sick. I mean, Slayer and Testament is okay. If, if it was like, uh, you know months and months between concerts, and that was the only thing with, that was available, I would probably, I might go, you know, check that out, you know, just to fill some time. Don't do them any freaking favors, my God! But when you have metal masters of Nightwish, power metal legends Sonata Artica, and up-and-coming metal rockers Delane, how can you possibly miss that? You know what, dude? This is what I say. You go on up to Cleveland or Copenhagen or wherever your lovely little Columbus. wonderful singing lady bands are and listen and float with the wonderful, beautiful music that is Nightwish. You don't honor metal anymore. You just want what's pretty. Brian, we have one more song for this podcast. This song, this band, honorable mention in the top in, in your top ten albums list, very deservedly so. Here's a track by Allen County, Kentucky metal band Beyond Duplication from their 2015 album Open Eyes with When You Love.
Hey, dude, you know what I love? I love when I hear shit like that. Those guys have got it going on. And from what I understand from, uh, from your point of view, you're a hard sell, but you think these guys are great. You think they put on a great show, too, right? I'm so impressed by Beyond Duplication. Local band from Kentucky, but they know how to write songs, and they can perform, and they do not disappoint. Then we end on an agreement. That wraps up this episode. Before we sign off, a reminder to check out all our incredible content, the Debate Podcast, Artist Interviews, and Not Safe for Work Fancasts at The Great Metal Debate on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. And make your own voice heard by joining in on the conversation by coming to our Facebook page. Definitely. Get those opinions in there. Tell us how wrong we are. We love to debate. Until our next podcast, sell your soul for metal and defend it till your dying day. <laughs>